Hailing frequencies open, sir. Hello, welcome back to Kobashi Marie. I am Marie. And guys, I am here to tell you that they have done it again. We're on episode five of season three of Discovery, entitled Die Trying. And yes, they've done it again. They've got rid of another female character. Very bizarre. It was a very underwhelming exit. I'm talking about um, Nan, who was brought in last season and looked like she was going to be quite an interesting character playing the security officer. And she's kind of been in the background. She pops up from time to time. And then this time, we get a connection with her home planet. So she gets to take part in the mission. And then at the very end, she just says, well, I think I'd best stay. And they go. She doesn't get time to go back and collect her things. Like, does she need a toothbrush? Does she have any photographs of people? Does she want to say goodbye to But Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's just not even a change of underwear. So, a very touching goodbye. I have to say, it was a really lovely speech with her and Burnham together. But, huh, there you go. Another one bites the dust. Let's see what else. Let's move on. We have found whatever is left of the Federation. Hooray, of course. It's never going to be quite as easy, is it? But we were ready for that and that's going to be part of the fun. Quite interested to learn about Admiral Charles Vance. Uh, Of course he's going to be suspicious of of Discovery's arrival. I think deep down they were expecting it, but not quite sure how it was going to work out in practice. I also like that he has some connection with Senator, and I don't think Adira was using that to play into his good books. I think it, she was just acknowledging that they knew each other. And then he accepts that, he remembers the friendship and then just points out that uh, it's not quite the same person anymore. Interesting that Cisco and, and Dax in Deep Space Nine had that connection as well, didn't they? Where Cisco knew the previous host. Uh, so, we'll, yeah, that might develop. Um, so I really like Saru this time round. He, in years to come, will be Ambassador Saru. He's such a diplomat um, in dealing with the Admiral and, and the red tape and, and everything. And then just reining Burnham back when, uh, when necessary. So, yes, I so love Saru this week. 
Burnham's an interesting one again. I was watching her. She's great in command. Very good. Like that when she took charge of the ship. I think we we've acknowledged that Burnham is slightly different this time round. Whether we just put it down to that year away and having to fend for herself. Not quite sure if that's all there is to it. Um, what I noticed this time, this episode was, not only is her character slightly different um, because of whatever reasons, but I think either, I'm sure it's deliberate on the part of, of the actress that actually her speech patterns are a bit different. She's less um, less Vulcan, less, I don't know, I, I just think her, the way she speaks is, her accent has changed ever so slightly. And that could just be the loosening up. Or you could go full conspiracy theory and say, mm, something bigger is afoot, but we, we can't have another one of those, so dismissing that for the moment. But yeah, so they go off on this mission with, with Burnham in charge. There was one point on the bridge, so Lieutenant Willer, the Federation's security officer, went on board to keep an eye on things and took two other security guards with her, both female. And then the bridge crew, there were a few hoverers in the background, but the main bridge crew, with the exception of Reese and Bryce, were all women. And I thought that was very, very good. Well done. And Reese got the con again. And Nilsson gets it as well One uh, earlier on. Saru gives that to Nilsson, so that's great. Everyone's having a turn. I'm still waiting for Owo to get one. Uh, I think that would be good. Uh, I like the way she is... Owo is... Owoshkin is very supportive of Detma. I think it's looking more and more now like the issues with Detma are... Perhaps post-traumatic stress related, which does make sense, the, the references they've made. So it will be interesting to see how they address that as it goes on. They've already hinted at the fact that she could be a liability at the controls, and yet they all have trust in her, so that will probably come to a head at some point. So a little bit of a development on that. But now what's up with Philippa? Hmm. At the end... And Michael found her standing, staring in the corridor. That's curious. Was all her blinking was great. And blinking holograms out of existence. But has that done something to her? Or is she curious about... Has it triggered something with... They were talking about that they found a reason why the Terrans are evil. And she wasn't aware of that, so... A question about are people <laughs> are people genetically evil? Is that what the Terrans are? Are they a mutation? Um, that's an interesting question. I wonder if we'll get more of that. And maybe that's what's rattled her. I don't know if there's anything in the piece of music that keeps coming up. Uh, probably turned out to be a lullaby that Michael's mum sang to her and then we'll have that connection again. Who knows? Um, 
and the Admiral is still not able to discuss um, the burn. He reckons they don't have enough information, so now we've found the Federation and I guess the next uh, mission is to figure out what's happened there, so maybe that's what we get by the end of the season. And what's the Emerald Chain? We've gone from Red Angels to Emerald Chains. I need to find out what the Emerald Chain is. We had we had a caught in the transporter beam uh, incident this week. I do love a transporter beam affair. I always really loved the um, Enterprise episode where Hoshi got caught in the tractor beam. I love Hoshi anyway. Um, yeah, so like a transporter episode, that was that's a good one. And then one final thing. David Bloody Cronenberg. I mean, I I was watching it and I got to that scene and I thought, oh, I know him from somewhere. And because I wasn't expecting somebody like David Cronenberg to turn up in a Star Trek episode. I had to go backwards and watch that bit from the beginning. He's brilliant. I love him. I love that. He must be a Star Trek fan. I wonder if he asked to be included or if they approached him or how did that happen. I'll have to go and investigate. So that's great. Brilliant. And also, he's now canon. David Cronenberg can turn up at all the Star Trek conventions and sign autographs. So just the image of that is... It's brilliant. <laughs> anyway. Okay. That will do for now, as I'm nearly at my destination. Thanks for joining me today. Find me on Twitter at Kobashimovie underscore on themoviehour.com. Search Marie And join me next week for another little walk of discovery and a Star Trek straw. Take care. Welcome to Discovery. Let's go.